This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Every night. Yeah, I've been watching Frasier yeah, every night on? lately. I wonder what's up why. With the Frasier resurgence. Okay. Well, um, I use it to fall asleep at night because it's like something that's just, you know, I just like to hear voices and then I go to sleep and then at some point my computer shuts it off. I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been doing. Um, <clears throat> but then I've been watching too, but I just can't get over that he's so famous. For Chelsea Grammer? This like obviously. No, Frasier Crane. Frasier Crane. Oh, I feel like they play it up. <laughs> oh, no. They you know, in the 90s, so much. if there wasn't, like, you know, there wasn't a lot of pod, there was no podcasts at that yeah. time. So, like, what you heard on the radio, especially talk radio, is what you got. And so I think every city had a Fraser Crane, had, yeah. like, a, like, a, you know, a psychologist that was on the air taking calls and doing the advice yeah. thing. You know, it's as, it's as old as Ann like, Landers. Yeah. Or even like a, you know, like Delilah or something. Delilah. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> that was the worst Delilah we've ever yeah, done. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, it's, it's been petty. a long time oh since we've heard Delilah. Is she still around? It's <laughs> been years. Oh, man, we used to listen I can't to Delilah. If we were out driving around in the backwoods. Yeah, which we, we did a lot. Driving around because, you know something to do. What did you do in the um, backwoods? Just drive around. You just drive around and, in the backwoods. Uh, it's fun to just drive on weird roads and see where you go. See if you but get if lost. We, what? If we happen yeah. to be driving and we found Delilah on the radio, forget about it. Oh, we drive for we days. We just drive forever. You didn't even have like, you didn't have tapes or CDs. Like you listen to what oh, was sure on we the did. radio. I mean, we did. We had we, them, but if Delilah was on the radio... We'd go Man. find Delilah. Now, one time, one time <laughs> we heard over the police scanner that there had been a body discovered. That's and so what? we were going to take out and or take off and uh-huh. go to where they found this body. But we listened to a bunch of those. Well, that was like, when my um, dad, my dad used to drive trucks yeah. and he had, it was like the early days of satellite radio. And so he got me like a serious radio. At yeah. the time, it wasn't serious. This is very... At the time. And um, so we Stand turned by on... me. What? Yeah, it the... is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very... Body. So but we turned on... We turned, we turned on, on... There was a like, station that was just old radio Old mysteries. scary radio mysteries. And we got ourselves so scared that we couldn't even go find the body because we were listening oh to, like, <laughs> to like these horrible... Like, <laughs> we couldn't even go After find the body. That. The body wasn't there. The body there. was gone. The body was gone. We were going. You worked for the newspaper. We were going. Yeah, we were just checking it out. You and you were like, maybe I'll take a picture. But it was dark. It was like yeah. nighttime. There was just and it was all like, tape. Yeah, the scene had been cleared and everything. It was just a caution. You listened to the police scanner. Yeah, that's, that's what you're saying. Well, she, she used to work at the newspaper. Yeah, because as the so newspaper, to, that's, that's how you found really out what was going down. Yeah, she had to. Keep track of what was going on in town so she could follow the news. Uh, yeah. 
is a small town. I had to have a nose for news. And it had backwoods that you can get lost in. This is yeah. like where our upbringing really deviates listen, because I'm a yeah. total city kid. <laughs> yeah. Listen, this, it's not exactly my upbringing either, but no, I mean, that's true. This is where Jinx grew up, but <clears throat> I lived out there for a, a long while. And boy, where is just the in and out and the up and down? Hey, Henry, get it settled down. Life's happening. Um, Life. And there was once we were driving around, and it's it's weird because you know things seem kind of normal, and then we're driving around in the backwoods, and we pass by some weird little house, and there's a woman putting her wash up on the line, and there's a kid literally in a wash tub. Tucker can't get over that it was amazing. a kid literally in a wash tub. Yeah, I was like, like what do you think bullshit. people do That's with wash real. tubs? Yeah, yeah because it's, it's not the 1890s anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, we were all supposed there. to have indoor plumbing. I mean, no, no, no. Okay. No, no, I had two friends I in high school out that had outhouses. Outhouses? Yes. Gurgle friend, this and is a very not, different life. These were like popular wow. kids. They weren't like kids that were like, you know, like <clears throat> yeah. crazy out in the woods kids or anything. They were just like normal fascinating. kids. I find it fascinating. What are you going to yeah. do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, it's a what are world. we talking about? This what is are not we what even... we're here to talk about. Oh, that is not... not what we're here not to talk even about. Close. No. We're here to talk about it. Not the backwoods, is... not the wash. Jinx is now considering <clears throat> getting her notes out. Okay. <laughs> we, uh... <laughs> well, that's good. Took her no, I, after we, I was like, maybe if I kind of draw this sentence out, she'll grab her phone, and she's like, Got her face in her hands. Oh! No, I already knew that it was season four, episode one. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Season finale. Season premiere. Season premiere. Guys, congratulations on our fourth season. Yeah. Fourth season. Four of of eight, correct? We assume. We hope. Wow, we are halfway through this thing. Yeah, what What do you mean? What if we canceled? Honestly, like our podcast? Yeah, what if our podcast gets canceled? Unless the 37 people who listen to us call and say, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep going. Like, we want to stop listening, but for some reason we can't. Will you guys we just stop? You guys just quit. You guys please stop. Aww, okay, so this is awful. the season four premiere of Three's Company. Woo! Jack on did the it. Lamb. And when did it air? September 11th, 1979. Oh, Never forget. Never forget. That infamous day. So okay. Dumb. <laughs> so dumb. That's great. Uh, it's a little soon. It's too soon. Okay. Too soon. So, um, last what did, week, uh, Yeah, what did yeah. Madame Matilda have to say about all this? I, what I think is funny about this is I think I just stopped writing at some point. What? So, because I think I lost was my train of thought, and I didn't want to make you repeat things. Mm. And I figure, you know what? I get what I get. <laughs> it's like, okay, next, last, Jack on the Lamb. You said <clears throat> there's been a series of grifts at the technical college. 
There's been some stealing money, and Jack is getting blamed for it. But the girls have proof that Jack didn't do it. But there's some shenanigans that delay the reveal of the proof. That's great. That's a great yeah. episode. And not yeah. altogether terribly far away from what ended up happening. No. Well. Okay, maybe a little yeah, far. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's a way. It's a way. It's a way. You know, it has, there's, there might be some similarities. Maybe. <sighs> Guys, before. <laughs> before we get into it. Before we get into it. Yeah. Okay. Let's just remember, this is season four. Yeah. A lot's changed. Yeah. Including the opening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The we opening. Into it. We got a yeah. new opening. Fine. Yes. And it's the um, Boardwalk Bumper Cars intro. The Boardwalk yes. Bumper Cars. And boy, does that Santa Monica Boardwalk look like absolute garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they look so vivacious that you don't even notice the buildings behind them are just ramshackle. Ramshackle. You know, yeah. the, 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 the pier has since undergone a major, major investment in renovation in, yeah. in all of the years since then. And it's a much cooler destination. Oddly, L.A. did not do the tourist thing very well for so long. People would come and they would say, oh, my gosh, we're going to go to Hollywood, not knowing it was a total dump. Right. And there was nothing to see because you couldn't go into the studios. Like, you know, they're all heavily guarded. But uh, a lot of that has changed and it's a lot more family-friendly destination. Uh, And including the boardwalk, which back then was – Rife with rats. Uh, I hate to say it. Oh, I hate to say it. Wow. Uh, graffiti. Uh, just like mountains of, of seagull poop. Um, it was gross. It was a total My grossy Lord. gross. Whoa. Terrible. Yeah. And, but you know what? But much you don't better. Know, you don't notice any of that because here's these three beautiful kids. Yeah. Just strutting their way down the boardwalk. And now Larry. You know and now Larry, Larry gets this is this yeah. is where Larry finally gets the nod to join the cast. Mm-hmm. He gets yeah. his own little segment. I don't yeah. remember when they re when they introduced Don Knotts. Does he end up coming? He doesn't. He doesn't get put on these opening credits, does he? I yeah, think he does. He gets put on where? during during the. Um... Oh shoot. I read it. I read it on the carousel. Yes. That's right. They had the carousel shot where he's like hanging on it. It makes that like, Oh, face. Yeah. 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 So we remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And he's wearing like a very Uh Mr. Furley outfit with his little ascot. But not yet. But not yet. No, but not yet. yet. But not yet. Now we get also, It, it, there was Jack, Chrissy, and Janet walking off into the sunset, or, or away from the sunset, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and Larry doesn't go home with them, which I'm like, where, where, why did you guys no, ditch Larry? <laughs> yeah, of course not. Larry's picked up a chick. Yeah, probably. Larry's. Oh, up. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, I can. I Heidi, can or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it has the uh, them with their new T-shirts that come out at the yeah. end of it, and Jack's got one that says, "What's he say?" 
Uh, it's like hitting oh, on I somebody. So I can't remember. I forget, but her yeah. says not tonight. Her says no way. Oh, that says Chrissy not tonight. Says, I think it says no way. Oh. Yeah, it was so, so like dumb. That's wow, where the shot ruined this. Anyway, no, but that's and where then, the shot of Mr. Furley goes because yeah. I don't remember that T-shirt thing lasting very long. And Chrissy says blondes prefer gentlemen. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, his is like, let's let's fuck or something. <laughs> 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 and poor Janet's like, I don't do sex no ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely no. Okay, so All right. after the oh, Henry is really laughing at us. Oh. He's not laughing at us, but I can hear him. Okay, this show starts. Season four starts. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> no more shenanigans. Oh wait, all shenanigans. All Here we go. Shenanigans all the time. We start in the apartment. Chrissy now with permanent crazy ponytails everywhere, all over her head. Ugh. <laughs> Comes out looking for her one shoe she's missing. Can't find it. Can't find it anyway. Janet in the kitchen working on some weird peanut butter or cheese spread. It's I can't peanut butter. figure it out. Are you sure? Yeah. It's peanut butter, but it's in a black jar. And it's kind of a thick jar. It's is weird. It Short squat thick jar. Yeah. Was this on Pluto? I don't think so. This is not ringing no, a bell. No, I think this yeah. whole opening. I, I was thinking. I was like, this is probably because it's pointless. Off of there. It's pointless. All it is is Chrissy can't find her shoe, and Janet's like, "Well, why don't you think like the shoe yeah. and think if you were a lost shoe, where you would be?" And she's like, "There no. it is, under the couch." Yeah, That's and then she's like, "Your system happened. worked." <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "If and she goes, well, you, what do you mean?" And she goes, "Well, I didn't. I never would have." Uh, found it without you and she's like why and she's like it was under the couch and she goes well you didn't need me and she goes if you didn't tell me to look down or what would a shoe where would a shoe be i would just look straight ahead like this and uh you know then you're like oh we're in full-on stupid mode that's what i'm saying there was no reason for um, any of that that is hair. so dumb that is yeah. so dumb mm-hmm. i mean it was more charming when they did it well, they're um, charming, but ugh, what yeah, terrible writing. Poor girls. Of Janet, Janet finally, finally getting her hair right. Yeah. Her hair did look very cute. Yes. TBT, truth be told. Also, nothing fits under that couch. Forget about like a shoe accidentally rolling underneath it. Like there's no, no clearance. No, yeah. there's no clearance. It's <laughs> so dumb. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so. After all that, we learn that the reason she's – and now she's like, can you help me find my belt? And we Uh find out that she's got a date with Walter Nessel. Yeah. Who's a big executive from her company, but he's from back east. And uh, and we find out Janet's got plans to stay in with her weird peanut butter. uh, Read a book. Peanut butter. and Watch a show, but also because nobody asked her. Yeah. Well, ding dong. Chaos. Chaos is at the door. Always. So Chrissy goes thinking, oh, this is Walter. She opens the door and we meet our first two Mm paddockins of the night. 
They're like a Paddockins pair. Yeah, they're a duo of Paddockins. Um, yes. And these Do you are, want to talk about them now? Yeah, go ahead. And, or should we talk about who they are first and then you tell us about them? I don't know how. What's the best thing? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so they come in. Chrissy is like, oh, Walter brought a friend. Great. Uh, Janet can come out. She invites them in. And uh, before they can interrupt her to tell her who they are, the phone rings. Mm-hmm. And Chrissy goes over, gets the phone, and it's Walter. And she's like, you're already, you're both already here. Yeah. And then she realizes, oh, this isn't them. So, yeah, she goes to Janet and says, Janet, one of these guys isn't Walter, and neither is the other one. That was a pretty good line. Yeah. And... Uh, then they introduce themselves as two FBI agents. And they're for <laughs> the Paddockins, not Chrissy and Janet. Right. <laughs> and so yes. they're looking for Jack. Take it away. Well, this week's Paddockins features um, two uh, very, uh, you know, again, these are actors who have been with us in our living rooms for decades. The first one you may recognize, James Staley. Uh, who's well known for being in uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. He was in The Jerk. Yep. Um, he he seemed immediately recognizable to me, but again, yeah. like I couldn't tell you any of like the real parts he played. And when you go who through is, his, yeah, who is he in The Jerk? Uh, you know, just like a sort of a background character, but he has such an extensive history. He starts in 1972. He eventually gets on uh, The Jeffersons for two episodes in 1977. He's on Wonder Woman. He's on The Bad News Bears Go to Japan in 1978. Uh, He's on the TV show Taxi. He plays a priest. Then he gets Three's Company, where he plays the FBI uh, uh, agent in 1979. He's on Eight is Enough. Benson. He plays a priest. I love that theme song on Benson. Oh, that's such a great theme song. He plays a priest on the show Mork and Mindy. And here's an interesting bit of trivia. He actually auditioned for the part of Mork and, uh, you know, tore it up. And then he came out and he listened to the next actor go in. And however funny he thought he was, this guy was killing it in the room. And uh, that turned out to be, of course, Robin Williams. And he didn't get the part. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, he's also on Silver Spoons, Falcon Crest. He's National Lampoon's Vacation, The Love Boat, Mama's Family. One of my favorite shows. Oh. Um, he goes on to be in Three's a Crowd in 1985, which is the spinoff that they gave uh, John Ritter for After Three's Company. Uh, Punky Brewster, Simon and Simon, Murder, She Wrote, 21 God. Jump Street, Matlock, Moonlighting. Just pick one of these guys and watch their whole like all of their episodes. Absolutely. Daily podcast. <laughs> now his last credit is in 1996. So his, uh, his entire resume only spends about 25 years. Um, and he just kind of gets out of the business, but he's been an Academy or sorry, an Emmy judge for the last 30 years and is still doing that. So James Staley, everybody. Wow. Um, and then the second agent is played by Rudolph Wilrich, born in 1940 in New Jersey. Uh, his last credit comes in 2014, uh, but he starts all the way back in 1964 on Another World. 
then he gets on Beretta in 1975, Streets of San Francisco, Kojak. Uh, in 1979, he gets in Three's Company. Then he's on All of My Children. He's in the movie Nine and a Half Weeks, but as Chinatown shopper, not a big part. Um, <laughs> he gets on Jake and the Fat Man, Star Trek, The Next Generation, Home Improvement. He's on The Golden Girls. And in fact, our last actor was also on The Golden Girls for one episode. General Hospital, Young and Restless, Melrose Place, uh, The Practice in 2003, which is a big show. Uh, so, yeah, this is just – and again, he, he ends in uh, in 2014. So just another actor who's just been on our television screens for decades that we don't Crazy. even know. Yeah. All right. There you go. <coughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> the background <laughs> on the podcast. Um. Okay, so yeah, they're looking for Jack, and uh, they're asking if they know anything about his association with Benjamin Miller. And they're like, they don't know who that is. But they're immediately like, oh, they got a, um, you know, cover for Jack. Mm-hmm. And so they're being like, we don't know. We don't do we? Does anybody really know anybody else? You know, Does anyone sort of really know where anyone else lives? Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a great line. It's a yeah, great yeah. line. So eventually the FBI is like, okay, here's our card. When you see Jack, have him call us. Yeah. And they're like, sure. So they leave. Yeah, the buzz. And they're like, we've got to help him. And there's like maybe two or three lines of dialogue right here between Janet and Chrissy. And then through the door where the FBI agents literally left 20 seconds ago, yeah. in pops Jack. <laughs> Like, he didn't just pass them on the stairs? Yeah, they wouldn't leave the downstairs yet. they did. I mean, I just wasn't, like, was anybody buying this? God. It's ridiculous. Anyway, he enters. He's got a Boston cream pie yeah. a box, and he goes straight to the kitchen, and they're like, Jack, you got to listen to us. And he's like, you got to have this Boston cream pie. Which was a very difficult thing because Tucker said to me, what, is there a pie in that box? And I was like, well, no, it's a cake, but it's a Boston cream pie. You said it was a cake before you knew it was a pie? It's a cake. A Boston because cream the box pie size. is a cake? Yeah. A Boston cream pie is a cake. Hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't even think I've ever seen a Boston cream pie. Yeah, it's like layers then. of like cake and pudding and and stuff. Pie. I like that 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 custard filled chocolate donut that some people oh. call a Boston yeah. cream donut. You do? I like a whipped cream fill. Mm. If I'm gonna have a cream filled donut, cream. I want it to be oh, whipped. Oh, I'm a custard. Oh, I'm a very pudding guy. Oh. Yeah. Very pudding. A very pudding guy. Very pudding guy. Oh, what I wouldn't give. (laughs) Just a glazed donut cream filled. Whipped cream. Oh, that's a lovely combo. And they don't make one. What is that? I don't know. You can't get them. They're very. What is that? The hell is that? You could even call it a jinx and it would be really cute. Oh, Oh, yeah. Are we about to open a donut shop? Maybe. I think we are. Yeah. Uh, we got to get back to this Boston All right. pie business. Okay, so Sorry. <laughs> uh, they're like, Jack, listen, the FBI was here. And he's like, oh, great. 
And then he's getting out the pie, and this is all happening. You know, they keep adding something in. And then finally they're like, they were looking for you. And then uh, he, like, throws the pie in. Who does it hit? I can't remember. I can't remember because both times we watched this episode, I looked away when this was happening. Right. It's it's a weird thing because he ends up smooshing it between him and Janet, right? Yeah. I think you're right. Like he meant to throw it, but he dropped it. And then he – because he reaches for her for comfort because he's scared. Yeah. And that's what causes him to squeeze the pie between them. Or that um, cake, you know, whatever it was. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> I think, sure. I think that's hot. Yeah. Smashing pie between Smashing. yourselves. It's a cake. Oh, cake. Yeah. You think that's hot? Yeah. Pie's not pie. Pie's not pie. Pie's not as hot. Really? Hmm. I feel like different <laughs> okay. pies would have different textures. So, I mean, if that's what you're into. Yeah. Is that what you're into? No. Huh. We've known each other a long time. Anatic. Some might even say we're married. (laughs) And I've never, this is the first I've heard about this. Okay. (laughs) It's making me. Well, this week, last week, I got called out by a friend for being a a cackler. Like I cackled instead of laughed. So this week, I'm being very conscious not to cackle and instead do my. Are your friends signature with with, with Ricardo (laughs) laugh? Aren't your friends more supportive of you? It's just one, but like, I don't know why I keep listening to this person, but I'm like (laughs) always so excited to hear what they have to say until they say it all. Then I'm like, damn it. Okay. (laughs) And then I forget the following week that they're terrible and negative. (laughs) Whatever. We all have a process. Oh, so. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now Jack is in his uh, bathrobe. And they're in the, mm-hmm. the main living room on the couch. And he's trying to remember who could Benjamin Miller be. He doesn't remember any Benjamin Millers. Right. <clears throat> he goes back through his – he's thinking back to his Navy days. And he says there was a, a Captain Miller in boot camp. But then, but then he remembers this other guy, Bippo Miller, Miller who was Benjamin Miller. Yeah, and that they had been—I can't remember the circumstances—but they had to. They were they were kind of quarantined together for a while with a bunch of people. And it was cards. so convoluted. It was a yes. Story. This explanation that he comes story. up with for why he's in trouble, and I was just like, yeah. there isn't uh, any. Like, couldn't they have done something better? Like, they got busted for like. You know, sneaking weed onto the base or like, yeah. you know, a big keg. They had a kegger out Something behind like the that. barracks. Yeah. Something. This was so crazy. Yeah. And Bippo ends up owing Jack $100 and playing cards and decides to pay him off by, because he works in like the personnel office, he's able to get Jack's discharge move up one week. Yeah. And Jack's like, oh, God, these guys are looking – for me because I'm AWOL. That's yeah. what's happened. They because found out about this. He's AWOL. Um, and so then he starts, starts spiraling in panic about what's going to happen. <laughs> and it ends with him <laughs> trying to escape because he can't handle it. He can't. He's going to be like, he's going to be turning big ones into little ones in the rock pile, he says. <laughs> yeah. I like that part. 
And then he says, it's "Crazy, yeah." That he's going to try to escape, and they're he's going to be climbing the fence, and they're going to shoot me. And he says, "I don't want to die alone on the prison wall." And he buries his face in like Janet or Chrissy's in, in lap. G- Chrissy's lap. Chrissy's lap. I was yeah. just like, we're, "Okay, and we're doing that again." <laughs> ding dong. More Jack. Chaos. <laughs> Jack shoots up, holding Chrissy's legs. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Chrissy's like, don't worry, it's just Walter Nessel, the aforementioned date. Her date. Her, the executive from her company. What the and hell is her boss's name? Because I've been J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Salinger. What the hell is her boss's name? 877 Cosh. No. D.B. Sweeney. No. No. It's uh, Corn. What is it? J.D. Salinger. That's what I said a minute ago. Oh, yeah. I can't. That sounds right. I can't remember it. It doesn't matter. No, it's in my notes here somewhere. I just, just thought surely one of you would know, but it's uh, fine. It's so, it's really bugging me now. Nah, so, corn. Okay. Did we? Was that season two that we meet her boss? I, I don't know. She, she was back. Recently. I'm not going to give you a hint. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay moving okay. on. Moving, moving on. on. Let's just figure this out a little bit. Um. Oh, so now we get another uh, – we've talked about this bit before, but Ding Dong and Chrissy's like, don't worry. It's just Walter Nestle, blah, blah, blah. She opens up the door. It's the FBI agents. She slams the door in their face. Ugh, we talked about why? this bit before. I but this time – It's always with the door slamming yeah. in the faces. This time they wait for her to come back without knocking again just like you know we talked about. But this time they do address it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that happens, they sneak Jack into they. They conclude that the best place to move him is to the girls' room, right? Because the first place they'll look is the kitchen. Because they know how much I like to cook. He says yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first place they'll look. And then he says the bedroom, and Janet says, "No, they know how much you like to." Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it sounds like Jack's good. scoring an awful lot because I know. remember earlier, uh, Janet says because he says he doesn't want to die alone on the prison wall, and she says, "Don't worry, Jack. You'll most likely die in bed." And, and knowing you, you won't be alone. Something like that. Something. Yeah. 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 So uh, Janet's yeah. really, really, really getting the honeys. I guess so. We never see it actually work out. No. <laughs> we just get as disastrous. It never works out when we're watching. Oh, by the way, Chrissy's boss's name was J.C. Braddock. J.C. Braddock! Yeah, it's such a Dallas name. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, gotcha. Thanks, Mattio. J.C. Braddock. It's <laughs> open seven cash now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start getting some checks from them. Yeah. Um, okay, what were we talking about? Oh, Jack. So he's they they get him off to the girls' room, and they go back to open the door, and they they acknowledge it. They're like, "Why did you slam the door in our face?" Yeah. But they, they wait there it. that whole time. I they're like I when presume, they come back, I'm going to ask them. Yeah, I presume they were on the other side of the door, being like, "Well, 
that was astonishing. Un- unbelievable. Yeah. What do you make of that? You know, something like that. Yeah. It took a while, so. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they had a while. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, they, eventually she's like, well, make sure that Jack gets our message. And Chrissy says, Oh, we'll we'll give it to him as soon as you're gone. <laughs> the minute yeah. you're gone. <laughs> and so it's, they're like, well, it's, it's, on second thought then we'll stick around. And they <laughs> they sit down on the couch and the girls sit down and they sit in awkward silence for a while. Yeah. And then uh just staring. And then the the one of the agents finally James Staley uh, <laughs> yeah. Famed character actor famed character James Staley, James Staley. Uh, leans forward and speaks and like startles Janet because the tension's so thick. And Chrissy, they both oh, scream and yeah, fly up in the air. Chrissy like, falls off her yeah. chair. And oh, uh, God. the drama. <laughs> he says, "Well, I might as well get some information from you guys." And right. he says, "What's your name?" To Chrissy, and she goes, "I have to go make my bed." <laughs> <laughs> right. She okay. runs off to her Chance bedroom. like she's very clean. Yeah. <laughs> and then ding dong. Oh my god! More, even more chaos. Okay, finally we get to read. We get to meet uh, executive Walter. from back east, Walter Nessel, and he looks awful familiar. Like I've seen him a bunch of times. And he is old. He is old as old. shit. Now. Oh, oopsie doops. Tell us he about was it. in the jerk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. He was Dick in the jerk. He's in the, the jerk. carnival guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Frosty. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was also in the 1986 movie The Mosquito Coast with uh, oh. Harrison Ford. But uh, yes, let us talk about uh, actor Dick O'Neill, who was born in 1928 and passed away in 1998. Oh. Um, yeah, known for The Jerk, also The Taking of Pelham 123 and Wolfen. Uh, let's see. He gets his start all the way back. And. Oh my gosh, this guy's credits. 1955. Whoa. Holy cow. Hold on a second. Oh my gosh, 144 acting credits. His last one is in 1998. Wow. Um, so let's see. He, he was starts off. Years old then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. From nineteen fifty-five to nineteen sixty-one, I don't recognize any of the names of the shows. But in nineteen sixty-one, he's in Car Fifty-Four. Where are you? He's in the original Fall Guy in nineteen sixty-two. Uh, he makes it onto the Jackie Gleason Show in sixty-six. Uh, Good Times in 1974, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Kojak. Uh, he's in Barney Miller. Sanford and Son. Rhoda. Phyllis. The Okay, Rhoda and Phyllis both being spinoffs of the Mary Tyler Moore show, I have to say. <laughs> Maud, which is one of my all-time favorite shows with B. Arthur. He's in Wonder Woman. Three's Company in 1979. Chips. The Jerk. Uh, different Strokes, The Magical World of Disney. Oh, I used to love that. The Incredible Hulk uh, in 1981. Oh, that was, that was such a great show. Heart to Heart, 
uh, Chopper John, MD, Cagney and Lacey, Falcon's Crest. The, it's Gary Shandling show, which was another yeah, great show. Oh my god. Uh, LA Law. Oh my gosh. Uh, Mad About You in 1994. He's in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, Home Improvement, Boy Meets World, Dharma and Greg, Sybil. Oh my gosh, with Christine Baranski and Sybil Shepard. Family Matters. Whoa. Yes. And then he's in seven episodes of Family Matters as Commissioner Geist, which I kind of, I actually remember him in that. So again, uh, just in 1998 is when he passes away, but uh, he also has his last um, TV credit for a show called City Guys. So he worked all the way up until his death. Um, so just wow. super duper. What a, what a long career for Mr. Dick O'Neill. Yo, Dick O'Neill. Woo! Really doing it. Really doing it. Proud of him. Now, <clears throat> now, Walter mm, Nessel. Now. <laughs> Let's get into this. <sighs> they, I mean, he's hot off the jerk at this point. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> okay. So the the two FBI agents immediately go on either side of him. Like, hey, can we see your ID? Yeah. And uh, they check him. They're like, he's not Jack Tripper. All that, but he's also, like, I've heard of overprotective fathers, but yeah, <laughs> but this guy is like 90 years old. Yeah, what's he doing, boy? I don't understand, I don't understand this. Like, they don't really expect Chrissy to go out with this guy, do yeah, they? I mean, yeah. He's literally in his 50s, right? All in, like, yeah, and for all intents and purposes, Chrissy is like 19. Yeah, something like that. It's really weird that they would cast this guy. Unless this was a thing that regularly happened, that girls were expected to go out with executives. Probably, like Like, yeah, probably. Gosh, that it, but but that it was so a part of the popular culture that it would be completely acceptable. Yeah, because you would that would never happen now. I I don't know. I just. Sometimes I wonder if like it's like a like a heightened comedic thing that we're doing with the show sometimes. Like last week I was going crazy because I was like so much of this is like so unrealistic. But this part and 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 it's Three's company like I need to calm down. I get it. Um but this week like the, this this thing this him going out on a date with Chrissy was so irksome and weird to me. I don't know. I thought it was weird. It is weird. Oh yeah, it's totally strange. So- but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm assuming it's not really that far fetched though. Um, anyway, it's it's weird, and uh, Janet Janet calls for Chrissy. At this point, she's like right next to Walter. <laughs> she says she'll <laughs> mention me, to Chrissy. <laughs> let me get Chrissy. Like she, me. she says she'll mention to Chrissy that he's there or something yeah. like that. And then, and then she, she goes, does this like insane like hog call. Like it was yeah. so crazy. Chrissy, <laughs> you did there. Oh my God. It was so great. Funny. It was great. Just great. I loved it. It's one of the highlights of the episode, really. Yeah, the look on her face. Oh, oh, it's really funny. And then <laughs> um, so Chrissy comes out and Walter's like, oh, you're Chrissy. And he starts approaching her, and then out steps Jack, disguised in drag. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, silly, I am. I'm Chrissy. And uh, 
you know, then we wait for the applause to kick in. Which take a second. Yeah. Oddly. Yeah. It's a weird little pause. And then the, they're like, oh, it's turn the applause sign on. It's commercial time. Yeah. We're going out to commercial. So let's really get those applause going. It's weird. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we go to commercial. Yeah. Uh, super duper weird. Um, but whatever. I guess we're. There's so many things that we have to um, put aside that are reality-based in order to enjoy a (laughs) episode of Three's Company. And sometimes I'm like, this is too much of an ask. This is too much of an ask. So for me, this week, this date is too much of an ask. Sorry. (laughs) Can't accept it. The Walter and Chrissy date. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's you. It's it's sure. you. All right. Sure. Sure. Um. Um. Did you have any commercial uh, uh, ideas? I don't have any like ideas <laughs> or anything. I don't have any like big big plans. Did or, you have any thoughts or huge things? But I did yeah. see. I didn't a mean commercial. to oversell it. And yeah. Okay. I did see a commercial this week mm-hmm. where it was like a Korean skincare commercial where this woman is trying to save her husband who's trapped under a rock, <laughs> like a huge boulder, and she's trying to save her husband, and then God comes out of the sky and grants her a wish, what? which is insane that God's granting wishes. He grants her a wish. <laughs> Just and, a big genie. Yeah, that's, and the that's husband, genies. That's genies, right. And the husband <laughs> says, <laughs> the husband's like, oh, I'm saved, finally. And then the wife says, I wish I had the skin of a 16-year-old. And then that was the commercial what? for this, like, moisturizing cream. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy talk. You know, um, this is so interesting. I, the skin of a 16-year-old, I'll take it. I mean, come on. Give me a break. I, You know, this reminds me. I was watching an episode of Young Sheldon last night, which I really enjoy this show. And um, one of my all-time favorite sitcom actresses, Wendy Malick, who you may know from Just Shoot Me or Hot in Cleveland. Uh, she's on this show, uh, Young Sheldon, and uh, she is now 72 years old in real life. And she looks fantastic. And she was wearing this sleeveless black dress and her hair was super cute. I mean, she's she's a hot mama at 72 and just was not hiding any of her uh, imperfections, any wrinkles, nothing like that. Uh-huh. Just, and I was like, you know, good, good, because she is super, super hot and super, super sexy. And uh, even if she wasn't, like, it doesn't matter because I want to see – um, you know, more people being their age and uh, on television. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of uh, actors on this show in their 70s. Wallace Shawn, yeah. uh, Craig T. Nelson, Ed Bagley Jr., uh, Annie Potts, who looks fantastic. She's in her 60s. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know. I hope we get away from, like, this youth. Like, everybody's got to look 25 all the time. That's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. I guess. I have great skin. I don't want well, I look 25, you guys. Come on. Listen, you were 
Well, you in your late 30s, uh, so <laughs> it's not that far away from 25. We're talking about people in their 70s to be okay to uh, rock their look no matter what. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fine. You're right. Is that it? That's Could all? You it? don't have a commercial? <laughs> no. I feel like I was a total stopper. I want to know I why this lady wants the skin of a 16-year-old. Like who's going to deliver exactly. it? What do you mean? Who doesn't want the skin of a 16-year-old? I don't know. It sounds pretty dark, guys. <laughs> take it. I yeah, I don't mind being my it. age. I'm cool with it. it. I'd wear it. You'd wear the skin of a 16-year-old? I'd wear, I'd wear the face of a 16-year-old. Yeah. yeah. So this lady's like a leather face type? Yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> That's weird then. This is dark. Like, right, cool. This is dark. Yeah. <laughs> this was a dark well, commercial break. Also a genie. This went crazy. <laughs> yeah, God, the genie, genie God is very. Also, this boulder was in like just like a neighborhood, and it was this huge, enormous rock boulder, and there was like a suburb behind mm. it. It was I don't know what was going on. You know what's so interesting? I wonder if they did consider a genie, but maybe genies are too, you know, that culture, oh. of our own culture. Will Smith. Maybe. Ugh, Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith? He's the genie in the Aladdin, the live action. <clears throat> he was? Yeah. Oh. You didn't see that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What they couldn't they couldn't find a listen. An actor he's got nothing on Robin Williams. No. Well two Robin Williams mes- mentions in this episode. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Robin Williams night. All right. It's Robin Williams night. It's Robin Williams night here on Hers and Hers and Hits. Robin Williams. 877 Cash Now. 877 Cash Now. Call Robin Williams. All right. (laughs) Okay. So Walter Nessel. Yes. Guys, get this. Walter Nessel. You remember him? Uh Uh-huh. He is into Jack. Yeah. Yeah, as you Chrissy. Chrissy. Okay. Now, this is and this I remember now, and I don't know why I haven't said it to this point. This is an iconic Three's Company episode. Yeah. This picture of Jack and Drag mm-hmm. was like it became like a meme, and everybody was like talking about it. And this is like one of their most famous episodes because he he looks so insane, and and Walter Nessel like falling for him is like I guess. If it was a younger actor who played Nestle, it would seem weird that he was into Jack. I don't right. know. I think it would have even been funnier. But this older guy, like, this is the kind of woman that, like, like a that he wants. And yeah, I, I don't know, like, yeah. yeah, maybe. Is that why they went with this actor? That could who be. Knows? That could know. be a big part of it. Hmm. <clears throat> Because you're right, it would have had a different a different feel to it had it been a younger yeah. actor. Yeah, for sure. But this outfit that Jack has on is hilarious because it does cut a very matronly silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I don't know why. I don't know why. But he just he and just the way he's talking, like Julia Child mm. and the whole oh, nine yards. It's so strange the way he's talking. 
Yeah. He says, It's uh, like he's oh, trying yes. to. Oh, Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper. Jack. It's like he's it's trying weird. out <laughs> different voices in this mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. And he's not sure which from, one he's, he's not good. Lot. He's like, well, that's fine. That's, no, he's that's like, pretty funny. oddly from Fresno. I don't know why. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fresno, but yet Cookie Monster at the same time. <laughs> yeah. In a weird way. Cookie Monster, Julia Child. And, um, <sighs> Nestle's trying to get him out the door yeah. to have their date, and the FBI guys try to, to question him, and eventually they're like, "Okay, well, and we're going to leave." And so mm-hmm. they go outside. Now we're outside with Jack and Walter. Yeah, they've just left the apartment, and Jack almost. Oh my God. Reveals that he's a man. Yeah. To him. To Walter. To Walter. To put it, put the kibosh on this. Yeah. But the FBI but. guys emerge from the door after them, just right in the nick yes. of time. And so Jack has to continue with the charade. Mm-hmm. And then the FBI guys are like, "Something seems weird." Yeah. There's definitely something. And the other one's like, yeah, it's that Nestle guy. It's James Steen. Wah, wah. Um, And then, so they follow after Jack and Nestle have gone down the stairs. Then they go after them. Mm -hmm. And then Janet and Chrissy follow there, and they decide that they have to go help Jack. Yeah, whatever. And so then they leave. And leave the apartment door just wide open. open. Just, just wide open. Like they just run down on the stairs in. and leave it all just gaping open. It's it, it, it's it's little sloppy moments like that where you're just like, guys, like tidy it up. You little. know, I remember when they made that huge deal out of like Jack getting his nose stuck in the in the doorbell oh yeah which was completely stupid and i'm like you know for a show that's always looking for a sight gag and will leave no stone unturned they could have done something with like closing up the apartment where janet like mugs to the camera like what are we getting ourselves into you know something and then just shut it why do we have to i don't know i just because it uh, so yeah girl yes (laughs) it's very girl so now we go to the Regal Beagle, Regal Beagle, where we join Larry having another scotch. Yeah, he's and talking to Jim deep. about how Lucille has left him. Ah, uh, they won't. He, all Larry. he can think about is them holding hands and What's he gonna do sunsets and blah blah blahs. Jim says, "How how long did you know her?" He says, "You know, a couple hours." And he's drunk. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he is waffled. He is waffled. Yeah. And in run, Walter and Chrissy, Jack, <clears throat> and uh, like they totally just like kind of scoot right in there really fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, they end up over in the booth at the Regal Beagle. And yes. Walter uh, starts 
really going at him pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Coming on pretty strong. Pretty strong. And uh, making it pretty known what he wants to do to old Jack Chrissy. And Jack Chrissy is like, don't worry, you'll blow your top or something. Like, <laughs> yes, something like that. Yeah. And then he tries to, he's like, he's like, God. I'm going to go to the bathroom. The little boys' room. I'm going to go to the little boys' room. Yeah. Gross. And and Jack's all like, ugh. And he, oh, and he, he goes to kiss Jack. And Jack puts up the purse and he kisses the purse. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was so fast. Yeah. And uh, he runs off to the little boys' room and leaves Jack. Which gives Larry, his, gives, gives Larry the opening, right? Well, first Jack's like, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, he and so he out. he runs out the front door and then you hear him scream. <laughs> and then he comes running back in because here come the FBI. Oh, right. Yes. And so, so then he, he jumps on a, a stool. Yeah, yeah, he takes a seat at the bar next next to Larry. Next to Larry. And kind of has his back to Larry. And Larry, being waffled as he is, looks waffled. over and sees this woman sitting. And he fluffs out his hair. Does a little shake out. And then he tries, you know, hitting on Jack for a while. And this is where the girls enter. And go immediately to distract the FBI. Kind of run interference for Jack. So they're sitting at a table with the FBI. And Jack goes back over to the booth with Larry. Larry comes back to the booth with him. Yeah. And um, he's trying to be like, Larry, don't you think I look familiar? And he's like, (laughs) Larry's just not getting anything. And he says, does the name Jack Tripper mean anything to you? He goes, oh, you're Jack's sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Jack doesn't even have his, like, beard covered. Like, this is the worst drag makeup job. It is. It's it's like what a frat boy thinks drag is. Like, what are we doing? And they're all like, this is a real woman. I'm like, guys. (laughs) Everyone, calm down. And then, uh. He, so he says, I, I, I'm Jack. And Larry's finally like, oh, and he gets it. And and then he says, does this mean that Roper was right? <laughs> and Jack's like, yeah. And he goes, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's interesting that they mention, they mention the, the Ropers. Ropers. I must say, guess I might as well say now that I think this is the best of the Roperless episodes so far. As yeah. Far as, like, okay, but but still not a great episode no. because we don't have the foil, you know, for the kids. I think the FBI agents provide the the thrust through the episode to, to keep sure. things moving. Yeah, they're the obviously. Yeah, they're the villains, obviously. Yeah. But it's all of this is so strained because it makes sense to me that after watching all of the Roperless episodes, the you know the execs, the exact producers on the show were just like, we we need that downstairs neighbor because it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah, 
we know we need we need a, a threat hanging over Jack yeah. that keeps him that keeps the tension and yeah. the conflict up. Yeah. And uh, so the girls and the agents talk. Janet's asking James Staley about you know what he likes to do. Yeah, <laughs> he starts listing off things like collecting guns. Well, he likes to take a break from the violent world he's a part oh, of. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> collects guns. He collects guns and, and swords. Stuff like swords. That. Um, and then, so then Walter returns from the little boy's room and finds Larry and Chrissy. Yeah. Jack. And he's like, what is this? What are you doing with my date? And then Larry's like, oh, you guys have fun over there. And Jack's trying to get him to stay. And then Larry, Walter calls. Okay. Oh. I get the, I wrote down these things because I, I don't know if I got it. Was it Quink? Quink. He calls him a Quink. Yeah. Calls Larry a Quink. Yeah. What is that? What I is don't that? know. We found Didn't we find I, out? Well. It was like slang. It was some kind of British slang for. Like a loser, basically, or a nerd. Yeah. And then he, Larry calls him a fatso. I've never heard that word before. I, Me neither. I thought I knew them all. Yeah, quink. And then he call, yeah, Larry, Larry calls, calls him, him a fatso. fatso and then he classic. calls him a schmerd. And then he calls Larry a schmerd. Which is my new favorite insult of yeah. all time. Schmerd. What, what are, where are, do, are they just making words up? Schmerd is apparently feces. <laughs> so Schmerd is feces. So I'm gonna call people schmerds all, right. all the time. Alright, fine. This episode, I don't It's too convoluted. Like we're at fifty-eight minutes right now. Like we should be wrapping this up. Oh my god. I know. There's too much going on. It's because it's just too detailed. Like, it, it's so convoluted. And this is the problem with these episodes is that, like, they're just, ugh, so many patigans. Through all this, they, they start a ruckus. Eventually, it all comes to a head. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why are you doing this? We just wanted to ask you a couple questions about Ben Miller. And he's like, questions? That's it? What? Oh, my God. And his hat, it says his hat has fallen off at this point, right? Which apparently is like the big reveal. That's the big reveal, yeah. And um, so, yeah, it turns out that, you know, Ben Miller is up for a government job. And he gave them Jack's name as a reference, apparently. So they just want to ask him some questions. <laughs> this is so tortured. Like, this is also tortured, but fine. And he says, "You didn't want me." And Walter says, "I wanted I you." I wanted you. And Chrissy's like, "Well, you know, we can go out, Walter." She's still willing to go out for her job, apparently. Yeah. And. Uh, and he's like, no, once you've seen the woman of your dreams, nothing compares. This is after he finds out Jack's a man. Yeah. I said this is like the end of Some Like It Hot. 
<laughs> you know? That's probably what they were referencing, to be honest. Yeah. Or he's he reveals that he's a man, and he says nobody's perfect. Oh, but yeah. He's not that's, against that's, it. He's not against the, it. That's the very last scene of that movie, and it's yeah, it's the last. It's line. a very it's a very pro gay little moment, which I mm-hmm. super duper love. Yeah, but that's what it reminded <laughs> me of. Very mm. true. Very true. And then uh, uh, Jack says, <laughs> Jack says to Chrissy, "Eat your heart out, Blondie." oh my gosh because even as a woman he finds himself in a beauty contest with other women oh (laughs) gross gross. of course he does (laughs) and then there's a then there's a tag scene yeah where the Jack's Jack and Chrissy and Janet and the FBI are in the booth at the Regal Beagle and he's like, and that's that's it. No, do you have any more questions? And they're like, no, thanks. And uh, the FBI leaves, and Jack's like, I'm free. It's so stupid. And then he's like, I gotta, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. And <sighs> so he gets up to go to the bathroom, leaves the girls there to chit chat about nothing. Yeah. So that, you know, a few seconds later, we can hear him scream, and then Jack comes running out and. Obviously went into the ladies' room. Has been thrown out of the ladies' room. Two ladies chase him down or beating him with their shoes and stuff. Oh, what was that? I didn't get the joke. He went into the ladies' room. He went into the ladies' room. Why would he do that? They live two minutes away. Just go home and use your bathroom. Because he's that... Arrogant of a straight man. Uh, <laughs> the implication, it. yeah, he was taking advantage of his how he appeared to go in there. Well, let's not get He's into exactly all that. what they fear. He is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. I thought this show was so convoluted, and it, they just—it's so plotty and just dumb and. I don't know. I still don't like Jack. I'm not rooting for him. I don't know what's happening with the girls now. Like right. they just seem like yeah. props and all the patty kings get way too much screen time for not even being on the show or the cast. And like, I guess Larry let's Larry because now Larry. So we must Larry because of Larry, you know, Larry, I'm just like, what? <laughs> this makes no sense. I'm going to give this, a pretty low rating. I'm going to give this 2.21 Dominomini Booth. Boo. Oh. Ah. Two. Wow. Two. Wow. Wow. I thought it was a pretty fun episode myself. Nah. I didn't Not think me. it was as fun as it seemed like it was going to be when I saw that first little, that first little, you know, snippet still from the episode and I recognized Jack in drag and I was like oh yeah this episode and I thought it was going to be great and then it was about two and a half stars two and and two quarter stars two and two quarter stars (laughs) that's a high score I'm going to give it three Point two five. Wow. Mm. Five. 
generous. Jeez. But you are you're always pretty I thought generous. It was, I thought it was fun. Huh. I, I thought it was uh, you know, I was excited to see uh Janet's hair. I was, I, excited. I was excited to see Janet's hair, yes. Yeah. I know that Chrissy's now super stupid and everything, but there was something comforting about it. I was like, this is kind of how I think of Chrissy. Is <laughs> right. this. I think sure. she's finally hit it, like where she's going to be until she leaves. Yeah. And uh, there was something, uh, I don't know, kind of fun about feeling like, oh, we're in a new place. And I enjoyed that. And I, liked, I think uh, I think we're in the woods. The fact that these that the producers don't know mm-hmm. like that the we needed a Ropers and there's no plan because we're now three episodes without the Ropers, right? Or is it four? Yeah, I mean three episodes without the Ropers. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't know how the show yeah. works is a problem. Well, of course it's a problem. I'm just saying. I think that there's I think that they're they're gonna find it here in a couple episodes, obviously. But I, I don't know if there's been a change in the writing or whatever, but I felt the jokes were funnier a lot of the time. Or maybe their performances were just funnier. Mm-hmm. I found myself I thought it was I don't know, there was something about uh the feel of this one I thought was I thought was pretty good. Not great. But you know, as far as the Roperless episodes go, it was it as, was probably yeah. Perfect. As far as the Roperless episodes go, it was pretty good. But that's mm. about it. Yeah, that's all. I, I that's I think that's the most. You but can I say enjoyed it. it. Fine, I enjoyed it. Sorry, I'm not enjoying Sorry. watching it. I like Three's Company. Sorry, I like sure. the show. Um, I like Drunk Larry. It's a great show. It's a great show. I like like Drunk Larry just Just being super hard. So stupid. Um, Um, Anyway, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm uh, grabbing my balls, my crystal balls. I'll take it on. To be precise, grab them good. Grab them balls. Grab them good. They're balls. Grab They're them balls. crystal. They're crystal balls. Now, I, uh, okay, this episode, this next episode, episode two of season yes. four is mm-hmm. called yes. Love Thy Neighbor. Love Thy Neighbor. Hmm. Love Thy Neighbor. <gasps> No, it's not time. Is it? Is it? Is does does Lana move into the apartment building? Oh is, shit! And that's who that's who the neighbor is. Because I, I can see Jack. Is that your prediction? Yeah, I don't know. Look into your balls. When when Lana moves into the apartment building, Jack is smitten, and uh, the girls aren't really sure because she seems a little spacey and flighty and. Uh, like a like a painted city woman and um they try to keep jack away from him but like larry's like encouraging him uh to to get with this girl let's i'm gonna say that's the episode all right all right i think got I think, it i think we uh i think you got a good shot this time i'm excited i think you do Thank you. All right. Well, this has been, oh, it's been a long. This has been a guys. long episode. Oh my gosh, we had yes, so much. Sorry, to get everybody. Through. God. Sorry. Uh, 
Oh, I'm bored of us. Through that one. Sorry. Yeah. We probably talked too long about something. (laughs) What did we open Uh, with? Oh, the backwoods. Yeah, the backwoods. That's all. We did go off about the backwoods. That's all. That was good times. That was a window into another time and another place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. All right. Well, what are we toasting? Toasting to James Staley. James Staley. Oh, oh yeah. Why not? Okay. Why you know, not? To, to all the Pattykins that, that, that populate our, our televisions with love and acting. Yeah, they're mm. taking up a lot of slack right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they deserve it, you know, and for, you know, maybe the next episode. They who knows? Deserve. They deserve a little recognition. They deserve a toast from us. Yeah. They're, they're well, helping these... Floundering writers. To all our Paddikins. To all the Paddikins. Cheers. Is that a blackberry lemonade water brew? Thank you.